This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where I read evergreen articles on real estate investing so you can still learn while you're on the go. If you just found the show on this Wednesday, welcome. And please tap the subscribe button so you'll get these automatically delivered to you every day, including weekends. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app landlord. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Thinking about waiting to buy? You're running out of time. By Ryan Williams. Last week, I listened to On the Market episode, New Low Interest Mortgages Are on the Way for Investors. How to get one. I was ready to learn the secret of acquiring a lower rate, and surprise, surprise, the three lending professionals had some ideas based on the market, but they had no crystal ball on what rates would actually do throughout the rest of 2023. There were three quotes from the podcast that stuck out to me as a buyer's agent and investor. The first one is from Christian Bashelder, the one brokerage. Volume, just on a grand total, is down. But volume per investor, if that's a metric that I could use, is definitely up. 
The second one from Bill Tesser from Civic. I am really bullish on real estate, short and long term. I think you can get a better deal today than you could six months ago. You can negotiate a little bit. You could demand a little bit more. You're not paying over list price. You're getting contingencies on your deals. You're getting seller concessions on points. You're getting all that stuff. That's great. So I'm bullish on real estate. And the third one is from Lending One's Matt Nicer. He said, The one thing I'd say to borrowers that I say to myself is I try not to bet on interest rates. So my takeaways on that, smart investors are buying more properties in our current market. They're buying more because right now there are good deals to be negotiated. They're not betting on interest rates, but they're bullish on betting on finding good deals on the initial purchase. The rate can always be refinanced at some point down the road. You can only negotiate a lower purchase price, concessions, and repairs once. I've seen this to be true in my own business. Being able to negotiate hundreds or thousands of dollars in price reductions, concessions, and repairs for my clients in our current market. Your favorite Bigger Pockets hosts always say they haven't seen a better time to buy good deals in years. I'm always talking with buyers and investors, and the conversation I've had multiple times over the past few weeks has encouraged buyers not to wait for rates to go down before looking for a property. Right now, there's a buyer window that I don't want myself or my buyers to miss. In Denver, Colorado, for instance, we haven't seen a buyer's market or arguably a balanced market in like 10 years. The past six months, though, have been the first time in a long time that buyers can negotiate with sellers and get great deals. Yeah, the interest rates don't feel good, but you can negotiate a two-to-one buy-down to help the monthly payment not hurt as bad the first two years, or you can wait for a refinance opportunity. Here's why you don't want to miss this buyer window. Buyer demand is still present and is not going anywhere. Here's my theory. As soon as rates go down to the low fives or even high fours, all the buyers who didn't purchase during the low interest rate period or who have a life circumstance that prompts them to buy another house will jump back into the market, especially in markets where there are good jobs and population growth. High or low interest rates, the demographics of our nation stay the same. Millennials, the largest living generation, thank you very much, are in their prime home buying years. Home buyer demand is present and won't go anywhere anytime soon, especially in places where people want to live and have good jobs. Along with traditional buyers, many Wall Street-backed investment funds pressed pause after interest rates increased. When rates go back down, you can bet that these funds that already have partnerships and infrastructure established will be well-positioned to jump back into the market if there's money to be had. High mortgage rates have pumped the brakes on demand just for a bit. Although inventory has increased across the board, if buyer demand increases, it could easily be wiped out and another aggressive seller's market could be created. If and when that happens, we're going to go ahead and say goodbye to negotiating prices and concessions on most homes. Real estate is cyclical. We know this. Outside of artificially low interest rates from 2020 to early 2022, causing demand to be on the rev limiter essentially year-round, there is normally a regular cyclical pattern to buyer demand. 
People have New Year's resolutions and a shot of energy with the new year. We almost always see an uptick in activity in January after the holidays. We see that play out now, as highlighted by increased mortgage applications in January. Like people going to the gym, demand tapers off as people get settled into the New Year routines. In April, the weather gets a little bit nicer. People start planning for summer and what they will do when their kids are out of school. We see the highest buyer demand through the spring and summer, and then it tapers off again into the fall and winter as people come back from vacations and kids go back to school and the cycle repeats itself. There's almost always a small buyer window in the winter for people to find better deals because there's just less demand. That window is better this year because our high interest rate environments has led to even less demand leading to, you guessed it, more inventory, more days on market, and therefore an increased ability for buyers to negotiate prices and concessions. Here are some final thoughts before we wrap up for today. So once demand goes up in the spring with the regular real estate cycle, deals will be harder to find. If that is compounded with lower interest rates, negotiating prices and terms will be even more difficult. We know there is a buyer window right now, and we don't really know when it will end. So I'm just encouraging buyers not to wait, but to act. We, of course, can't predict the future, but we do know good deals can be found in our current market. You made it through another episode of Bigger Pockets Daily. Did you learn something new? If you still have questions about this subject, jump onto the forums at biggerpockets.com forum. It's like being at a 24-7 networking event without the business cards and awkward small talk. Otherwise, you know the drill. We'll have another episode waiting for you in the morning.